0: A Shared Curiosity, a podcast and community for parents and educators. Hear from pioneering educators who are taking risks and shaping the future of education. Kia ora koutou, kō kou kei toko ingua, nō mai haere mai, and welcome to A Shared Curiosity. It's my absolute pleasure to introduce to you this week, Joe Leff. Joe's one of those amazing, incredible Wahini who you meet, and she just really blows the socks off you. Uh, she's strong and determined, and she has this huge heart, and she's a real advocate for kids. Um, I want to set the scene a little bit. Going up to Joe's and doing this interview, I was driving my slightly crappy car up this massive hill, and I rock up at Joe's house, and she's strolls out in her gumboots to open the fence for me, and she's got free-range chickens around her, and it felt like there was about six hundred cats, but there was just four, and you can hear the sheep outside barring and the birds, so you can hear that all through the interview. What I loved about talking with Jo was she has so many beautiful words and sayings that she says, and something that really stuck to me was something that she talks about when she's talking about the role of the teacher in a self-directed free play environment, and she talks about how we really need to hold tight and breathe out, and that's really talking about how as the teacher and how as the adult. How we react to situations, um, which I think at the core of it is talking about trust, having trust that these kids can self-manage themselves and also about having huge amounts of self-awareness and presence and about yourself and holding that space. Jo has some really exciting things happening in the moment in the world. So she went to a talk by Nathan McInty Wallace and something that stood out for her was when he was talking about if we want to make real shifts in our education system, then we need to start working alongside parents. Um, So uh, she's got together with a group of parents and they have started something called the Nature Kids Co-op. It's a one-day program at the moment that's happening at Long Bay, and it's a chance for kids to experience unstructured free play um, out in nature. Not only does it, it gives those kids that opportunity, but it also works at educating parents and getting parents to see the value of free play and how that play is really a foundation to learn. So if you want to know more about that, go check them out. They're on Facebook, Nature Kids Co-op. And if you're wanting to know more about Nature Kindy, you can check them out through the Play and Learn Facebook or um, website. I hope you really enjoy this episode. I really definitely did. Mā What's the big buzz in your life at the moment?
1: I think just extending what we're doing, I think, is really important. Uh, we're still fighting with the ministry to get more spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I. But I think because Nature Kindergarten is just doing so amazing right now, that um, it's kind of nice to take a breath. Mm. And um, it's just nice to let it not coast, which is terrible to say, but it's really working now. Like, it's working. Oh, we've got 15 children on... Thursdays and Fridays, Mm -hmm. and the natural split is finally happening, which is what we wanted for. The natural split, what do you mean? So, when you have 10 children, and you have 10 children, it's not, um, sometimes they're not always there, best friends, you know, 15 is quite a good number because they just break into their own little groups. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my favorite things happened just a few months ago, um, because it took a whole term for the 15 children to relax. Mm -hmm. And um, and I think that's a lot of that's that's a real problem in our education system. Full stop. Is there's no breathing out, mm. and so what we do definitely, at nature, kindy is 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 we hold on tight and breathe out because you've got to, um, because it takes a long time. I always tell parents that we're as slow as the seasons, mm-hmm. because we really are. I mean, nothing else. It takes such a long time and you have to be so patient and no i don't think any adult is i don't think any teacher is Mm. you know we're we're like you know we've got a strict criteria that we are Mm -hmm. trying to adhere to but that's one thing about unstructured play is that there's none of that overhanging and it's it's that's my beauty that's why i love it so much I love um, them. hold tight and breathe out.
0: Do you reckon that's trust as well?
1: Oh, trust is, yeah, absolutely. Um, and <clears throat> trust is my favorite um, thing. Um, it's, it's amazing that I was a teacher for so long and I didn't understand what the word trust was. I don't think anybody does in a controlled, overcrowded, <laughs> auto-regulations um, environment. There are so many outside forces when you are in a different environment than where you're in. But I always hark back to, so, if, you know, beginning of the, it's so easy to go through. So you've got Chinese New Year, you've got Valentine's Day, you've got Easter, you've got Ma- uh, Masadiki, you've got Mother's Day,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you've got um, usually a midwinter fest, you've got Father's Day. You're building up to East, uh, Christmas, and then it's the end of the year. When do these children stop for a second? Like I remember being in daycare, and it was like that was it. Boom, 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 mm. boom, boom. And my first year um, with Nature Kindy, I was watching beautiful Cooper. Oh, he's amazing. He's he's coming to the Nature Kids program now. It's mm-hmm. really beautiful to see that. To see your child that you've had since you know three and a half, and then you see him now at seven or eight. It's just yeah. beautiful, but. He was doing floating, and um, and everything that first year at nature kindy blew my mind because, you know, we're meant to allow our children to go back and rediscover things. But if if that timetable that we live by in mm. daycare and in school, when do they are allowed to go back to revisit? Mm. Because it's very rare. And I remember watching Cooper for months and months, float things, and then he stopped. And then about six months later, he did it again. And it was just like, wow. And it really made me become a reflective teacher, that instance, because I was like, I never gave the children in my prior life that opportunity to revisit like that. Mm. Because there was too much to do, always, you know? And that's when I, re- I think I really realized the value of what it was that we were doing. And, you know, and a lot of people always laugh about how how, oh, or you just sit there and watch. I'm like, it's just, there's nothing harder than sitting there and watching. <laughs> there's nothing harder. No. There is, and you know, um, it's so difficult. Mm. But for me, I think it's just watching what we've got at Nature Kindly and seeing how Oh, beautiful it is. Yesterday we had a, today and yesterday, we had some celebrations because our children are leaving, um, getting older. And yesterday... The children. I didn't even have to need to ask the children what we need before the fire pit. Mm-hmm. They went and got the water. They put their shoes on. They put the rope around the fire pit. And these are three, four, five year olds. Mm. You know, and that was remarkable. Yeah. And it's just I was just watching it happen. It was brilliant. You know, I kind of like oh oh, it's already done. Oh, brilliant. You know, and but again, if you uh, if you're an adult coming into that space, you're like oh well, look at these kids. But that took time. Mm. <laughs> you know? It just didn't happen. Yeah, that takes a lot of time and a lot of patience. Mm. Which you know, which is lucky because I think we have time and patience. So what I like to think that we say at Nature Kindy is that you know we give we're as slow as the seasons, but we give them time and mm. we give them space, mm. and we give them love and support, and that's it.
0: You said something about how you. How would you define trust? Like, what what is the definition of trust for you? Is it something around
1: permission? It's relationships, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, these children really know me, and I really know them. Um, and I think um, it's if you don't know the child you're with, and I mean, really, truly know them. Mm-hmm. How can you trust them? Mm. Um, and I think for me that's, and how how hard is it to know? Like I, I worked in a room with 26 under two-year-olds. It's pretty hard to know every single beautiful little child, mm. you know. Even though you think you do, you, you don't. I work with 15 at a maximum each day, and I know every single child. I know when they're grumpy when they turn up. I know. As I watch their faces, I have time to watch them, mm. um, and I think for me, that's that's trust mm. and being honest with them about who you are. Like, well, that's a really that was a that was a learning curve for me. Um, a long, long time ago, I went to a professional development that I didn't agree with. <laughs> it was a Thursday night. Um, you are knackered, tired, yeah. um, overworked teacher. Last thing you want to do is actually go to professional development. And there was a man, and I can't even remember his name. I walked out, as you can imagine. <laughs> I, I was in trouble with my management, but I can't remember his name. I don't know anything about him except that he was speaking to about 500 teachers in this space. Well, wow. He started off pretty, I liked it actually, mm-hmm. quite good. He started off saying, you know, remember that children are... Um, um children are, can have bad days just like adults mm-hmm. which I completely agree with because I think sometimes as an adult or as a teacher especially these beautiful little things are meant to be these happy bouncy things all the time without mm-hmm. battling with learning what their emotions are constantly even in primary school even definitely in high school you know and um but and then he said so it was our job to jolly them along Like, whoa, no, it's not. It's our job to recognize their emotion. Give them a name of their emotion if they don't know what it is. Mm. And then support them through that emotion. And so I, because I'm so quiet, put my hand up. (laughs) And said, just what I said. And he went, no, no, absolutely, because then you'll have 40 in the room that are grumpy. I'm like, but that's not teaching him anything. Mm -hmm. And then there was a little back and forth. And I took myself out for dinner. You know, and had an interesting conversation with the manager the next day. You know, and I think that 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 was that was my journey of already recognising that I was struggling as a as a teacher. And that was I was probably third year training then. And (laughs) uh, took my phone (laughs) (laughs) You know. Um, and, I, yeah, because I, I'm really, I'm, I'm always so thankful that I did my training as an adult, mm-hmm. because, A, I think I wouldn't have had the energy I have now, I wouldn't have been able to sustain being a teacher with the passion that I teach with, because it's <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> um, but, because I... I wouldn't have had the confidence to go, actually, no, you're wrong. Yeah. Because, <laughs> and the, I love these, I love, you know, and, and that's the Jan beats in, She's amazing um, because she always tells me, go to these things, Joe. Just take what you agree with <laughs> and then put that and then, and then reflect on the stuff you don't agree with. But you don't need to take it all. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why Jan is so amazing because she, she trusts us. She trusts us. And, you know, you lead from example, mm. I think. And, um, but yeah, it, it's a it's a challenge because we all, adults are egotistical. Teachers are. Next level. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, and authoritarian. And we like to, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, and you can't be any of those people <laughs> in an unstructured, self-directed space. Yeah. You know, you need to be. sure of yourself and trust your children and that's it I think you Mm -hmm. know um but yeah I think like ultimately uh and I um it's an interesting thing because I've done so many different jobs in my lifetime and harking looking at how I build trust now is almost similar to when so I used to be a tour guide Mm -hmm. and I used to get 12 people on a bus and we would be best of friends or not you know, um, I'd have them for a month and boom, they were gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I also worked with teenagers and I used to have 56 on a bus every nine days with some very interesting names. And if you don't know a child's name, they're not going to listen to mm-hmm. you. And that's and that's what I think a lot of um, interesting things we don't do. We don't have time for that little hug. Mm. You know, we don't have time to that little squeeze of a hand. I mean, these, these, these little tiny hands are in our hands, mm-hmm. you know, and we... We just have to have that, and, you know, there's only so much energy a human can have, but mm. if you don't have that time just to acknowledge that there's a beautiful person who's desperate to talk to you, then I think you're in the wrong job, <laughs> you know, but I do that, that here, like I do that with Nature Kindy, They get hugs and touches and, you know, and it's important.
0: Do you think that stuff has come, like, is there an element of intuition, or are these things that you've learnt, or...
1: Ah oh, I don't know. <laughs> I've always been a talker and a people person. Yeah. Um, I struggled at school. I was wriggled, wriggle bum. I was, every single report um, was, needs to sit still and concentrate. Would be so great if she could just concentrate. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> when I was training and I learned about the eight ways of learning, you know, the kinetic and the this and the that. That's always the one I forget. All the root, forget them all, but. I was so mad because I was um, citing stuff that was brand new information in the 1980s. And that's when I went to primary school. Mm -hmm. So why couldn't that teacher in my room see (laughs) (laughs) that actually I was trying to learn from you, lady, (laughs) that I could either concentrate on sitting still and I could not hear you, (laughs) or I could wriggle and click my pen (laughs) and hear you completely, you know. And I think... um, I I built, I, I, I think I had to build my personality around my learning style as I think that's what I did. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, I'm not a people pleaser, (laughs) but I like to think that I'm a people person Mm -hmm. and I feel that, um, I feel that, you know, if you're friendly and kind and smiley, people, you know, so that's, I've always tried to do that and I, but I think that's been from the very beginning of who I was,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um. I like to put people at ease. Um, it doesn't always work because I can also be abrasive.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking that. Where does the badass come
1: in? It's not so
0: lovely right now, but <laughs> there's a badass show in there somewhere. Oh yeah, I can
1: be. <laughs> I can be, but that's only because they've got it wrong. <laughs> Very <laughs> are <wrong. sighs> Um, Yeah, and that, that's a—that's probably for me, it's quite a negative on my personality. Um, I, I don't yeah. know. I, for me, I feel like your badass is your activism. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got to. Look, what, we, what are we told as a teacher? That one of the first things that you're told by your professor standing up, that your job is to advocate for these children. Mm-hmm. So I do. <laughs> I just do it really loudly. Because I have to, because, well, I've had so many managers. Oh, I had this manager. Oh, you know, he was in it for the money. Mm. I, I had never actually met him at the, he was the owner, not the manager. I'd never actually met him at the um, interview. But I asked him why there was no grass in the baby area. Because interestingly, I wasn't taught at my education, my, through my training, that grass was an illegal requirement. When I found that out, it shocked me no end. Because it's New Zealand. <laughs> like, how can grass not be a legal requirement? It just blows my mind. And, um, but, so I said to him, and he, he gave me this thing about, you know, this, well, there's a drainage problem there, and there's mud and all that. And I didn't let it go. <laughs> and, and he literally said, I'm going to have problems with you, aren't I? I'm going to tell you right now, it's cost effective. Grass is too much, exp- too expensive. The kids will ruin it in the winter, cost effective. I'm here to make money. Boom. Mm. And I said to him right then, I don't think we're ever going to be friends because I'm a teacher. (laughs) No teacher makes any money. Yeah. And that, I think that's when I, that was my second job, second job in in early childhood. And that when I really realized that there was a major problem Mm. with my profession, like a major problem. And that was, that was really exciting too, because I was still in (laughs) training. (laughs) Because <laughs> I work full-time, study full-time. Um, you know, you've got to survive yeah. how you survive. And um, it's mainly why I didn't become a primary school teacher. I really wanted to be a new entrance teacher. Mm. But you couldn't train online. Okay. And I, had, I couldn't take three years off as a 35-year-old. Yeah. Who I, I don't know if I can. Yeah. But, um, and that was, and that's when I really realized that this beautiful profession was an industry. Mm. And I spent the next three or four years, looking for Jan, I think. I didn't know she existed, but I was looking for something like that, you know. Because I think that's where we're really, really wrong in New Zealand is educate, I mean, teachers, doctors, uh, teachers, nurses, and police officers and all those people need to be paid really well because Mm. we're the ones who build our society, you know. Um, But I don't know. I just... Whenever you've got someone trying to make money off a child, Mm. or a prisoner, (laughs) or, you know, um, there's there's a problem. And I'm just really, really fortunate that I found Jan when I did. Mm. Because I was pretty close to quitting teaching. And I'd only just paid off my student loan. And I'd only just been doing it before, but, you know, I hadn't been doing it long. So you were... You were unhappy and questioning, <laughs>
0: <laughs> questioning things. Well, you met Janet, but what were you looking for?
1: Did you know what you were looking for? Um, no, I was trying to make something for myself. So um, I worked. Yeah, you know, I, I met some beautiful teachers. I know some wonderful teachers. Really, really wonderful teachers um, who lose their passion in a heartbeat because at 9 o'clock there's a break, and at 9.30 you've got nappies, and then at 10 o'clock there's bit naps, mm-hmm. and then there's, you know, bottles. And, and it becomes so... And then 11.30, hopefully you've got someone off the floor to do some stories. You know, and it's like, and, and where is the love? Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, it's such a... You, you But you have to do that because there's so many beautiful children to look after, mm-hmm. and there's no time to breathe out. There's no time to sit and squeeze a hand yeah um, and so i I worked in a situation where I was the team leader of seven and only one other was trained because everyone else was cheaper
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's a struggle and I the one that's I'm not saying that every trained teacher is amazing, and I'm not saying that every untrained teacher is not amazing because mm-hmm. i there's some amazing non trained teachers and there's some terrible <laughs> trained teachers. Mm. But when you, they train teachers, understand development. And when you are holding these amazing little hearts and brains, like three months old plus, you know, you need to be able to discuss this stuff. Um, and it was just overwhelming. And so I did some relieving work because <laughs> you get paid really well. And my goal was to see if there were anything out there that I could find. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did find is it's quite difficult to make complaints to the ministry. And I found cooks force-feeding children and mm-hmm. head teachers not saying anything. And I found um, neglect and overcrowding. And so I decided that I could have four children without a license. I worked that out, Four children without a license, and I was going to just have them at my house, Mm -hmm. and we were just going to live and roam, and um, I had it all ready, I had a name, I have a, you know, muddy feet, and it was really interesting that I had it all ready, I was sitting down with a friend um, to get a website up and going, and just by chance, um, Harriet was sick. And my sister was her nurse, and she woke up from her first operation, and uh, with the drugs that was in her system that you normally, you talk about the one thing that's passionate to you, mm-hmm. and normally people wake up talking about their loved ones, their children. And this beautiful lady, Harriet, spoke about nature-condemned conscious kids, mm-hmm. and she just like, and my and I, it and it was just, you know, serendipitous, really, yeah. horrendous, because I never got to work with Harriet. I never got to meet her. I never got, well, I met her, but I never got to know her as a mm-hmm. professional teacher. And I would have loved to have, you know, um, because her passion was so strong. And, um, but yeah, and so I rang Jan that night and she was in Dubai. It was this crazy person ringing me. Um, so yeah, so that's how I met Jane. <laughs> and it was the craziest thing. And I just started working with Janie and three days a week. It was 18 18 hours a week, and I somehow survived on eggs (laughs) and toast. (laughs) You know the joys of (laughs) being. Yeah, Yeah. and then we just um, and we just slowly but surely added another day, and and now we're five days a week, and now we have, I think I have twenty eight families. So, can you go
0: into those early days? you stepped in from Harriet running Nature candy what 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 was it like then and what what was it like for you? because had you had any outdoor experience at that
1: point? um I lived outside um i'm a uh, I think for me what I was striving for is i always i I had to write a blurb for i p a recently it's really hard here I am talking about my life and myself, but um it's quite hard to. To write, like, who you are, I guess, which is annoying because I like to think that words are my thing. I yeah. like <laughs> to write, you know. Um, but I was a Roma. I was so, I, I always talk about my childhood. I was very, very, very fortunate. Um, I was free, so free. Um, and my parents had a farm, but, well, farm-ish, but in suburbia, West Auckland, um, we had um, tomatoes, cucumbers, and, um, if you stayed in the house, you got a job in all honesty, <laughs> you know, and, and so I just, we, we just roamed the streets and we uh, had, I used to climb through drains, my best friend, Greg, me and Greg, God, we were great mates, you know, and, um, but we never, you know, and I think the interesting thing about it, cause I often talk about the responsibility I had and I'm not saying because I, I don't really know what that means per se, but we were responsible for ourselves and each other. Mm. Like, <laughs> Greg broke my collarbone when I was about 10 or 11 or 12. We played playing Bull Rush. Mm. Oh, I, I remember the pain. Um, and, um, but we knew what to do immediately. We went. That's when you go to an adult. like mm-hmm. You know? Um, and we did do foolish things. We jumped off the roof of the house once. Just to see if we could. Didn't hurt myself. Yeah, we could have. Like, you know, and so I guess I think what was really shocking to me is when I did enter the teaching, um, when I did enter it, the level of control that was there, and it kind of, I didn't like it. Mm. Like, I worked at this one place, and the first thing I was told, oh, that guy's a climber, so watch him on the fence, and this one bites. Didn't know their names the first day. That was it.
0: Yeah.
1: And I look at the, and I look at my life now of that little boy who was a climber. He was two when I met him, mm-hmm. and not one time in six months did anyone mentioned intrinsic motivation.
0: Mm.
1: You know, and now I know what intrinsic motivation. I've got this beautiful little boy at the moment, and he cannot stop making dams. If you ask him to, he can't. He physically cannot stop. He. Where do we want to go today? I need to go to the creek. I need to make a dam straight away. He's been making dams for four months now. <laughs> you know, and and the hardest thing, well, one of the hardest things in my role as an unstructured, self-directed play teacher is I have to explain his learning from the ministry. The ministry have to tell me that I need to explain his learning. Mm. To prove that I'm doing a good job as a teacher. Nothing about his development. It's all about to prove what I'm doing as a teacher. Mm-hmm. And that again, that's wrong. He's intrinsic he do his brain is on fire. Yep. His his he's a three and a half, he's not even three and a half. His concentration and his verbal skills are off the chart. Grounded if we ask him to move away. <laughs> <laughs> you know at, but at the wrong time like if you ask him when he's in the middle it's like asking us like you know to do something mm-hmm. in the middle of it we would you know we, we would and every writing adult will go actually i'm, I'm still busy yeah mm, yeah you know and so that's what we teach our children to do they say well i'm still busy i haven't quite finished you know and it's like, okay cool
0: mm.
1: you know and i think Because that is not... Intrinsically, these children, we don't... We cannot see what's happening in their brain. Mm. And I think we must, must give them the time to just do what they've got to do for the sake of doing it. Mm -hmm. You know? Because just because we can't explain it does not mean that we're not learning. You know? I think think that's the trust again? Oh, totally. Totally the trust again. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Um... Actually, brilliantly today, um, an ex-nature Candy kind of child was with us, because his mum's um, his a teacher, mm-hmm. and um, he's only been at school one term. The changes already has, has just blows my mind, because then I'll allowed to go outside in the rain at mm-hmm. school. So it was raining today, so he didn't want to go outside. Mm. I put on your jacket, mate, and let's go. He had been with, I'd known him since he was two years old. Mm. So it's really... Amazing how quickly I had him for so much time of his life. And the schools only the him for 10 weeks, 10 yeah, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but um, he came down to the creek and um, there were two children working together, the damn little boy and someone else, and they were filling in something. And this child automatically said, you're doing it wrong. And the teacher said, well, have you even asked them what they're doing? And they were making tunnels because they had worked out that if they did this, you know, and, like, mm. I always think, like, I never had enough water and sand pits, and, like, there was never water and sand combined in these daycare situations that no. so I was in. <laughs> Makes too much, mess, You know, yeah. like, and I just feel, I just feel every single day that the, a child is with us at Nature Kindy, they learn something amazing about themselves or the environment. Um, I think our children have really difficult days, I think, sometimes, um, because we ask them to acknowledge their emotions. And we ask them to not control them, because not even adults can control them, mm-hmm. but at least recognize what they are and figure out a way or a strategy to move past it. Um, we don't fix their problems. Mm-hmm. And you know what? When you're four, that's hard. know, <laughs> joke. Can we fix my bubble? I'm not going to do that for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, but to be able to say it with love, mm. you know, so you give them other things. Like, um, you know, we had a we had a child. One day he screamed in his probably his best friend's face. Literally screamed, mm-hmm. and his best friend burst into tears. And then he said, "He's not playing with me." Yeah, no, he's not. He's, mm. he's currently not playing with you. Do you notice? his face, he, he doesn't want to play with you mm. you you hurt him with your you really scratched out and screamed at him and he couldn't get past that So and that and that having natural consequences, which is what we do at Nature Kindergarten, what, what all unstructured self-directed play spaces mm-hmm. should do mm-hmm. and that's why things take so much time because natural consequences can take a long time mm. um, they're really hard to deal with they're really, really hard to deal with and and that's another thing, you know, sit on your hands and don't say anything. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to to acknowledge that oh yeah, I can I know that you're really upset about this. Mm-hmm. I can't make that person play with you right now. They're not really wanting to be with you. Mm-hmm. Fix my problem. <laughs> yeah. It's you know, like adults I, sitting with conflict, eh? Oh, it's it's a tr- and you know what? And we, get and, and we have no idea what our children's careers or jobs are going to be. Mhm. But we know they need to be flexible. We know they need to be communicate. And we know that they need to be emotionally resilient. And currently, unfortunately, I believe (laughs) the current state of affairs of education is not giving those three things at all. Mm. You know. And if that makes me a rebel, then fuck it, I'm a rebel. (laughs) You know, like, like, what's that book? What's that guy? Disobedient teacher. Hell, that's me. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Um, And it was really interesting, actually. When I sat down with my mum, and I said, Mum, I am meeting seven-year-olds who are stressed. That is why I'm advocating to get them outside at least once a day. Mm. And she went, seven-year-olds are stressed? Don't be ridiculous. I'm like, oh, my God. Mum, seriously. And she couldn't see it until she came. I made her come to a Conscious Kids Day with me. Mm Mm-hmm. And she went, but this is just how you play, Joe. And I said, yes, but mum, they don't get that anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Ah, oh, I think I get it. <laughs> you know, but I mean, and that's really hard, like, because yeah. she couldn't. And and this is that scary, mm. you know, when you meet these. And what was what was the statistic that made me two years? Oh, the the years roll in. Unfortunately, about two years ago, there was one. Person for the Ministry of Education that looked at advocacy for a home, the homeschooling person
0: mm-hmm.
1: in Auckland is now six. I mean, that's got to tell you something, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think, and I mean, and the trouble is though, with us all taking these paths, is we only occasionally intermingle and cross. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing about unstructured self directed play it's an amazing philosophy, it's fabulous. But everybody does it differently. Emma and, and I'm not allowed to say I'm the best because Jans We're not allowed to say is time. We're not the best, Joe. But this is just how we do it. And you know, I have to say, my first year, I I crowed like the freaking rooster I've got outside. Yeah. We are the best. Yeah. I crowed and screamed and shouted but I've grown it and I've reflected yep. and I've learned more and I've evolved and I've recognized that everybody teaches differently. Mm-hmm. And she is absolutely right. This is how we do it. Mm. And if you like how we do it, it's going to be perfect for you.
0: Mm. I'm thinking about the Joe, if she didn't stand up, speak her mind, put her foot in it, say the wrong thing, be
1: bullshit. Like, Oh, yeah, I what kind use. of joy would that be? Yeah, pretty vanilla and bland, I think. <laughs> and definitely not doing the teaching that I'm doing. No. But yeah, I mean I do push those boundaries <laughs> and and I do I do. I push them really hard. And um because I think you need to. You know, you need to push them. You need to push them so hard that because otherwise I don't have these this today where I've got this amazing roaming bunch of collective children
0: kia joe thanks for all your beautiful words if you're wanting to know more about what joe's up to i'll share some links in the show notes and um, we didn't mention that she's also an active member in the ipa the international play association what they do is they're all about protecting kids rights to play um, if you're wanting to join that group go and check out their website uh, if you want to know more about Nature Kindy, go to the Play and Learn um, website. And lastly, if you're interested in the Nature Kids Co-op for a day of unstructured free play, then go check them out through the Facebook group. Uh, if you really liked this episode, please share it wide. And I hope it sparks lots of conversations. Kaki day.